Podcast Answer Man, episode number 289. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hi, this is Leo Laporte of This Week in Tech, and you're listening, (laughs) you're smart, to Cliff Ravenscraft. He is the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is The Podcast About Podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you have been podcasting for many years, or you haven't quite yet released that first episode, there's something we can all do to take our show to the next level. That's right, my friends. This my this is actually the final episode of Podcast Answer Man for 2013 or 2012. <laughs> I've been thinking about 2013 because I realized I need to come up with my goals for 2013. For those that don't know this, I set I set out uh, with 12 goals. I mean, I'm talking 12 huge goals for 2012, and I'm happy to report here at the end of the year that I have achieved eight of those 12 goals and some of them were really significant i mean well they were all pretty huge i mean uh some that i'll just tell you off the top of my head i became a a keynote speaker this year for the very first time opening a conference a paid speaker for the very first time um i met some very drastic income goals that were just seemingly impossible when i set them And not only that, but I kind of just blew past it like majorly uh, when it came to uh, three months of this year. So setting goals is huge. If you haven't done goal setting for for the future, I encourage you to do so. Uh, Certainly go and check out Napoleon. No, no, not Napoleon Hill. Um, Well, he's got some good stuff, too. But no, Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret Um, It will tell you about the power of being determined on where you're going, what destination you're heading towards, uh, and yeah, out of this world, goal setting. But anyway, that's something you could do to take your everything to a whole new level. But yeah, this is the final episode for 2012. I am taking Christmas week off, so I just want to let you know that this week. Um, This episode is going to be just over an hour. And I do want to let you know before you, I go any further, because I'm going to give you a personal plug of the week. I'm going to make a little, uh, you know, mention of my next podcasting A to Z course. But I do have a 55 minute interview with Rob Greenley of Microsoft. If you're wondering where podcasting is in the world of Microsoft, you'll want to listen to this episode. Where is that Zoom podcasting directory? Why isn't it available on the web anymore? All of that and a lot more, especially for those of us who are Apple fanboys. You know, we don't we haven't used a Windows machine in a while. We have never set our our fingers on a Windows phone device. You got this Windows RT surface that is out there. Where's podcasting on those devices? If you want to know the answer to that question, Listen to this interview with Rob Greenley. It is full of information I think we podcasters need to know because there are a lot of our listeners out there or people we want to be our listeners out there 
who are using Windows products, and it's very important that we know how this stuff is working over there and where they are. Where you know what's the company's stance on podcasting these days, and how do I get my podcast into the Zoom podcast directory? All of that again in this interview in this episode. So stay tuned for that. Before I get to that interview, though, I want to share with you my personal plug of the week. And my personal plug of the week goes out this week to Daniel and Vanessa Hayes, who has the Simple Life Together podcast. Now, this is a podcast that is dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. That you know, we've got the hustle and bustle, we've got the consumer demands that we buy everything, that we just fill our lives with clutter and busyness. Well, Daniel and Vanessa get together on a weekly show to talk about the the concepts of leading a simpler life. And if you want to just be inspired, well, first of all, go over to simplelifetogether.com, subscribe to their podcast, listen to an episode or two if you like it. Make sure that you tell them that you heard about them from the podcast Answer Man. However, if you if that's not enough, then just do me a favor, and I'll put this link in the show notes. Go to danielhayes.me, L-M-E, Daniel Hell, danielhayes.me slash build hyphen and hyphen office hyphen shed. Okay, so that's danielhayes.me slash build hyphen and office shed with hyphens in between those words. So again, the links, just go to podcastanswerman.com slash 289. You'll get a complete direct link right to their office shed, uh, to Daniel's office shed post. I am just truly inspired by what he's done in his backyard. You will be too if you go look at it and uh, check them out. But anyway, Simple Life Together uh, podcast over at simplelifetogether.com. Daniel and Vanessa Hayes, my personal plug of the week. All right, moving along because we do have a a very lengthy episode. I do want to play for you uh, a testimonial for podcasting A to Z. I have my next course. It starts on January 14th, 2013. If you're looking to launch a podcast in the beginning of 2013, uh, then now is the time to sign up. In fact, I'm telling you, I believe 2013 could be the year that officially brings podcasting to the mainstream. I honestly wholeheartedly believe that. Chris Brogan recently launched a podcast, uh, a new podcast. He's had one in the past, but he just launched a new show about podcasting, The Human Business Way. He talked about this at chrisbrogan.com slash podcasting. Um, after doing that, he had lots of people who were interested in learning how to podcast. So they asked him, you know, a lot of people were asking me questions. I was very honored, as I've previously mentioned, that he gave a huge recommendation for me at chrisbrogan.com slash learn hyphen how hyphen to hyphen podcast. And here in 2012, I've also had the privilege of helping Michael Hyatt get his This Is Your Life podcast off the ground. You can check that out at michaelhyatt.com slash thisisyourlife. And also in 2012, I helped Michael Stelzner from Social Media Examiner launch his social media marketing podcast, which you can find over at socialmediaexaminer.com and click on podcast. And he talked, he did an entire episode about what he calls the renaissance of podcasting. You can actually listen to that. I've got a short URL at gspn.tv slash Stelzner 
on podcasting. No hyphens, no breaks, all one word there. Stelzner on podcasting. So anyway, I could go on with examples about influential thought leaders, but these three are certainly all very influential and sought after thought leaders in their respective fields. And they're the three of the people that I've mentioned just here are responsible for bringing podcasting to the to the to hundreds of thousands of new people who had never been exposed to podcasting before. That has nothing to say for some of the celebrities out there, especially in the comedy space, some of the comedy for which I don't quite get myself, but that's okay. But people like Chris Hardwick and Kevin Smith and a bunch of other people who are really popular that I don't know a lot about personally, but they they have millions of people who follow them and they're bringing podcasts. I believe 2013 is going to be the year that it could be mainstream. If you want to kind of write in, right? I mean, it, believe it or not, but it, yes, podcasting has been around since 2005. I'm going to tell you right now, if you get in in 2013, in 10 years from now, you will be considered one of the early podcasters. You will be considered you know, even somebody in many people's respects, you will be um, a podcasting pioneer. You will. You'll be in on the ground floor. It is. It, there's still time uh, to, to get in on this. And I encourage you to go over to podcasting a to Z dot com and sign up. And if you want to hear somebody who's uh, got some thoughts on their experience with podcasting a to Z, which, by the way, my personal plug of the week this week, Daniel Hayes. He's an alumni of podcasting A to Z, but also here's a here's a few words from John Buchanan. My name's John Buchanan. On Friday, August seventeenth of two thousand and twelve, I had a thought. I wondered how hard could it be to learn how to podcast. So I did what everyone does. I googled it. I googled learn how to podcast, and that's when I learned about Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, and his podcasting A to Z course. In late September of the same year, I produced the first episode of the Let's Reverse Obesity podcast. In a little over one month, I went from not having a clue how to podcast or build a website to building a website and producing my first podcast and uploading it to iTunes, where so far it is downloaded in 18 countries around the world. Now, at first, I was arrogant. I thought I could figure out what I wanted to do, which was having a quality-sounding podcast with what I had, a laptop, a headset, and some free software. I spent a week trying to learn on the fly. I was spending 14 hours a day trying to figure out everything by myself, and I was nowhere. I was on a very limited budget. And the cost is a little pricey. I wasn't sure if the cost of the course would be worth it, but I needed help. So I decided to purchase Cliff's WordPress for Podcasters tutorial. I had Cliff's tutorial opened in one tab and my website opened in the other tab. And I would follow right along with Cliff. And in a couple hours, I had my website up and running. It was so easy. That's when I knew I was signing up for the Podcasting A to Z course. So on August 27th, I registered for the course. But it didn't start until September 24th. But the best part was I got immediate access to all the training tutorials so I could get started right away. When the class started, it was so much fun. Cliff sets up an online class forum, and if you have any questions about anything, you just ask in the forum. Trust me, I asked questions. A lot of questions. And I was amazed on how fast Cliff would answer the questions and the detail of the answers. Cliff knew my knowledge level, and his answers were easy to understand. He didn't talk over my head. On every Friday, Cliff runs a live webinar. So if he didn't answer any questions during the week, which never happened, I could ask him live. Or if I couldn't make the live webinar, I could post the questions in the forum and he would answer it live. Honestly, he answered as soon as you posted it. 
but he would talk about it live. To me, one of the biggest benefits of the course was having unlimited access to all the training videos, form information, forever. I go back to the form all the time, brush up on anything I forgot. And you have total access to Cliff Ravenscraft for four weeks to ask any questions. Cliff, where can I get artwork? Cliff, those places are a little pricey. Any other ideas? Cliff introduced me to Fiverr.com. My website header and podcast artwork cost me five bucks. Cliff, where can I get intro music that won't get me sued? Hear this? Cliff told me about this website where I could buy royalty-free music. This selection cost me $2.99. I highly recommend the Podcasting A to Z course. If you have the passion to podcast, but not the slightest idea how to podcast, Cliff will give you the knowledge and the confidence to be podcasting like a pro in no time. Well, my friends, it is now time to talk to none other than the man from Microsoft himself, Rob Greenlee on Podcast Answer Man once again. Welcome back to the show, Rob. It's great to be back. Hey, all kinds of things are happening in the podcasting world. And one of the things that has happened, Rob, is that some things are changing at Microsoft, some, especially when it comes to the Zoom podcast directory. Tell us what's going on there. Well, yeah, I think things have changed. As everybody knows, Windows 8's launched, and um, that launch was a pretty significant one for the company, and lots of changes were wrapped around that, as has been pretty obvious to everyone. The, the apps, it's uh, you know a lot of the media that used to be part of the Zoom um, platform has migrated over to Xbox and Xbox Live, and they now have um, apps for music and video, and and so it that that caused a lot of changes to happen in the company around what happened to the Zoom brand and all of the Zoom services that went along with that, and so you know, and you look at and you throw into the mix Windows Phone and. You can kind of see, you know, the company viewed um, podcasting as something that was um, strong for Windows Phone, and so thus they they kept uh, the Windows Phone as the primary location for the podcast catalog. So, and that's that's where we are today. If you look at the platform today, um, the Zune software is still available for Windows Seven users and actually Windows Eight. I mean, you can load the Zune software. Just like uh, you know, it's been around for years um, on the desktop side of Windows 8. So you know, if you're uh, if you made that jump and you still want to use the Zoom software, which has a terrific uh, um, kind of platform for uh, or client for getting podcasts on your PC. So it's it's still a, a viable option for that. I'm I'm keeping that up up to date and current. You know, with new features and I'm I'm making sure that 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 client software is kept updated and. And has the latest and greatest podcasts that are out there, so it's it's a great free client software that actually has all the capabilities. Now, if you've uh, migrated to Windows Phone eight, you will not be able to use the Zoom software with the the new Windows Phone devices. But that's uh, you know there's a lots of uh, Windows Phone seven users out there, you know seven point five and and soon seven point eight that will be able to continue to use the Zoom software to sync their podcasts um, directly to their phone, but the phone has all the capabilities of the Zoom software built right into it. So you can subscribe to podcasts, you can download, you can even stream them directly to the phone over a Wi-Fi or 3G. Um, and and that's continuing um, even in Windows Phone 8. So it's just that you can't use the Zoom software there. And that's created a lot of confusion and a lot of frustration 
with a lot of the, the, the old Zoom users that were, were really used to using the Zoom software to do wireless sync, um, you know, through their home network, or they were wanting to synchronize their subscriptions between what's on the phone and what's on their PC. So anyway, that's, that's kind of a quick um, rundown of uh, where the platform is today. And, and so if you wanted to get the Zoom software, you can certainly go to Zoom.net, which is still a semi-active domain, but it, it does point to xbox.com. But you can still get the Zoom software there and get access to the podcast catalog on, on, on your Windows 7 or Windows 8 PC. So you said a lot of things there. and I did. And I'm extremely technical, I believe. And I followed about 99.5% of what you said. And I, okay. I, I lost I lost a couple of different things. You talked about Windows 7, then you walked, talked about Windows 8, but yep. then you started talking about, well, if you've, if you've upgraded to 8, and, but then you started talking about Windows Phone 7 and then Windows Phone 8. Now, yep. before, we, before we go in and, and do all that, just so people know, I, I'm not anti-Microsoft at all. In fact, if anything, I used to, years ago, be anti-Apple, but then they had those Mac switcher ads. And uh, they were kind of cool, I must say. I started to hang out with some people who were playing around on the Mac, and they were showing me some things. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And 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 before I know it, it's it's like I, I started to to start thinking about Macs in a different way. And after my best friend got his Mac and started telling me about it and showing me, and I was like, "Oh, that that's interesting." And then I said, "You know," what? and it really was. It was those commercials. That that made it feel quote unquote cool to own a Mac, and so I and it was oh, and the other big thing is Mac switched to Intel processors. I would have never bought a Mac had I not been able to install Windows on it. By the way, this is in these were Vista days. Oh, that's the other thing. <laughs> I hope you don't mind, but Vista was another major contributing factor for me <laughs> exiting Windows. Uh, yeah, but, no, I can see that. But the other thing is, is that, um, you know, I just, I was, Win- I was Windows and I was Windows XP, baby. I mean, I, from the time Windows XP came out until even today, if I owned a Windows machine, I, I think I would actually get a brand new machine and install Windows XP on it. <laughs> that's, that's where I would be. <laughs> retro. I retro. am, man. It, it just worked. So, yeah. so the thing is though, is I, I installed, uh, Windows and Parallels and all this stuff and ran it and. What Mm -hmm. happened was I slowly started to find alternative software for the Mac. Then Adobe Audition made it available for the Mac. And then I said goodbye to the Windows world. And it was about two and a half years ago, I think. I haven't haven't touched a Windows computer since then. I mean, as far as my own personal use. So I am completely removed. And I've actually become one of those people I used to hate. (laughs) I am an Apple snob. I I really am. I do, again, I'm not opposed to Windows, but I just don't understand why you would not have a Mac today. So, uh-huh. with that being said, I haven't I have not touched. I mean, I know how to configure Windows 7 for my clients. I mean, it it's not so far different that I can't figure out how to get into a control panel and get into the sound card and make some changes there. But I did play with the Zoom software. Okay, so this so I'm actually coming to you as somebody who's clueless since the Vista days. I do know that the Zune software would allow you to take a Zune. It would actually download your podcast subscriptions and it would wirelessly sync all that stuff to your Zune device. Is that correct? 
Correct. Well, and actually, it also did it with the Windows Phone 7 uh, phones as well. Right. Well, and, and I didn't even know that. Okay. So, so this is good information. That, that, so, so basically, Windows Phone 7, which is a relative, I mean, Windows Phone is relatively new over the last couple yeah. of years. Yeah, it's only a couple of years old. Yeah. So, so the thing is, is that um, it's wirelessly syncing. And so, in a way, Zune software in that aspect was even, it leapfrogged ahead of what was available through the iPhone for a very long time. Yes. Well, that that and Apple never supported um, home Wi-Fi syncing, which means that you know if you had your your Zune or your Windows Phone that was on a charger somewhere, you know, up by you know, up in your bedroom or someplace like that, if you were running the Zune software on your home PC or on your laptop, yep, that that podcast content that was downloaded to the PC would automatically sync to your device. Yeah. No matter where it is in the house. And and that was that was and and that was where you guys were ahead of yeah of of Apple. Now, of course, I will say that you know wasn't crazy about the the feel of this Zune software, but it it worked. It it did what it needed to do. And if uh-huh. you were a Windows user and you had a, a a Zune and I guess a Windows Phone Seven, you had this. You had a pretty decent setup. But certainly, I can say this. As much as I'm an Apple snob, I would say that you know, there's nothing worse than trying to run iTunes on a Windows system, uh, it, it just doesn't make sense to do that. So I would actually even say, you know, if you don't, if you have access to iTunes or the Zune software, you'd want to go Zune software. But um, so yeah, so you would download episodes, subscribe to them, download them, and then port them over. But you're saying, but there's a couple things that are happening here: Windows Phone 8 and Windows 8. They're two separate operating systems. One's a mobile operating system, and one's a full-blown desktop operating system. Correct? Well, those those um, clear lines that you tried to draw are a little blurrier than that. Um, the The distinction with Windows Phone eight is that the kernel or the core of the operating system is the very same as Windows eight. So, yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not, but the the core operating system is actually the same in uh, Windows RT, Windows um, Pro, as well as Windows Phone. So the core of the operating system is now the same across um, those two platforms of sorts. You know, so so what the company is trying to do is draw a common operating system platform for all their devices okay so you said that the zune software this this is an application it's a desktop application yeah zune yeah, software yeah yeah it's like the itunes application it's equivalent to that it has movies music tv you know all that stuff exactly and now does that run on windows 8 desktop system uh, yes, it does. Desktop, but not the the new UI or the Metro UI. Okay. So that's a separate thing. The the Metro UI or the formerly known as Metro UI, um, uh, that has its own app store uh, for Metro apps, right? Right. But, so, the, but if you have a Windows 8 desktop computer, like full-blown computer, we're not talking tablet yes. here. Yes. We're talking full-blown desktop. You have Windows 8. It actually probably defaults to Metro when yes. you turn it on, but you can yes. get to a desktop. And Correct. if you are on Windows 8 with this whole Metro stuff and you drill down into the actual old-style desktop system, you can still install and run 
the, the Zoom, Zoom software. software. Yes. Okay. That's right. Okay. So I wanted to make sure that I understood that. No, but, I know. <laughs> but what, so, so what you're saying is that if I have a Windows Phone 7 or actually a Windows Phone minus anything minus 8, yes. um, anything below the 8, and I have, I could still go out and I could have a Windows 8 operating system on a full-blown desktop and still be syncing to my Windows Phone 7 or 7.8. Correct. So nothing's really changed there. But what's changed is if you go to Windows Phone 8, you can no longer do that set syncing no matter what desktop version you have. Yes, correct. And this is where I'm also trying to make sure that I followed everything you said at the opening. And that is that you may not be able to sync your Windows Phone 8 with the Zune software on your desktop, but Correct. all the functionality to access podcasting is built into the Windows, Windows Phone, Phone 8. 8 operating system. Correct. Yeah, so it's it's PC independent is what, what it is. So the whole functionality of... But that that functionality also exists in the Windows Phone 7 phones as well. So it's the same capability of being able to subscribe to podcasts and you know and have those automatically download directly to the phone over either Wi-Fi or 3 or 4G or the LTE, you know, platform. So um, so yeah, and it has all that capability built right into the phone. The full catalog is there so you can search for a podcast, so you can search for this podcast in there and it'll come up and you can subscribe to it. You can either stream each episode and without even downloading it, you can just click play. Right. Um, um, or, or you can manually download um, each of the episodes. So you have all, all, pretty much all the same capability that the Zoom client software had built right into the phone. So you don't even need to use a PC or a computer to get your podcast anymore. And I think that this is a great thing. And of course, this is kind of echoes where Apple is today because obviously before we needed iTunes to be able to subscribe to our shows and then have them downloaded. And we even had to have this thing called a cable. I don't know if some of the younger people in our audience remember these things, uh, but you would actually have to have the sync cable and, yeah. and it would connect to iTunes and take those downloaded things and sync them onto your iPod app in your iPhone or your music app in the iPhone, which yeah. I had the podcasting. Yeah, or your Zoom player back in back in the day with that. Yeah. Um, but but you know, I mean, that's that's the roots of podcasting is right there is is the SyncWire. I mean, that's that's where it started, right? Right. But where where I'm going with this though is that since then, Apple has introduced an official podcasts app, mm-hmm. which is now completely independent of the iTunes software. If I were to buy a Windows Phone eight from a phone carrier today. And I mm-hmm. bring it home and I'm just flipping through the UI. I'm, I'm, I'm brand new to this device. I've always used like one of the old razors or whatever those things are called, a flip yeah. phone. And now this is my first smartphone, Windows 8. If I'm just playing around as an end user, will I see the word podcast anywhere in the UI? You would have to go into um, one of two areas. Uh, you would have to go, go into the video and music hub. It's the Xbox Live uh, or the Xbox Music app that's pre-installed on the, actually on the phone. So, and then, then yes, you would see listed there, uh, podcasts. Okay. So and then also, also in the, the other place would be in the marketplace, which is the same area where, where you can get apps for your phone mm-hmm. app music. There is a marketplace for podcasts that's built into the phone, uh, r- r- right in there. And you'll see the word podcast right there too. 
That's, so there's that, two places. That actually, the the marketplace cer- certainly sounds a whole lot more appealing as to discovery than than the other one that you're talking about. Although I've never seen either of these. So I did a uh, YouTube video about a about a year ago of of the whole UI experience of podcasts on the Windows Phone Seven. So I'd be happy to send that to you, Cliff, and you could put that in with your post if you wanted to. I would actually. I would okay. love that. Send me send me an email with that, and when I publish this episode i will put that at podcastanswerman.com slash 289 if you guys want to see that um i will embed it into the show notes so thank you for that now the thing is is with windows phone 7 it sounds like and now with windows phone 8 you really don't need this desktop software just like on the iphone we no longer need the desktop uh, Mm -hmm. to subscribe to and manage our podcast subscriptions so the only people i can see really being a whole lot upset about the fact that you no longer have connection from the desktop Zune software to Windows Phone 8 or the people who have been using this syncing and they've got a workflow and, and stuff like that. So I can yeah. see where those people would be maybe either confused or even a little upset that their old way of doing things is different. If I wanted to subscribe to Podcast Answer Man on Windows Phone 8, I'm a brand new user, I go to the marketplace? Yes. And then I see podcasts are there and there's a search box? Uh, you can search. It's part of the, the lower part of the operating system. There's like a little uh, magnifying glass icon there that you just tap, and then you can type in the, the title that you want to search for. Okay, sure. so so I, I go to the marketplace, I click on podcasts, and then I see the little uh, magnifying glass. I type in podcast answer man, Cliff Ravenscraft pulls up. Is there a subscribe button? Yes. Okay, so I click the subscribe button, and then I'm subscribed. Then what happens? You're asked to select, um, you know, how many episodes that you would want to have synced, right? Okay. So, so it, you know, it gives you a little screen that you know, has a list from 1 to 10 or all, mm-hmm. uh, and it's default to download three of the latest episodes. Um, but, you know, every time that I, I use it, I change it to one because I'm trying to respect the podcaster's bandwidth, right? Yeah. So I can go in there, and I can also I can also sort by oldest to newest or newest to oldest. So so let's say I'm subscribing to an audiobook, right? There's a lot of audio podcasts out there that are um, audiobooks that kind of go in chapter order. You can check a little box, and it will flip the RSS feed opposite. So you get the the first book at the top and the the newest one at the bottom of sorts. Um, so it has that capability there as well. That's really the core functionality that, that that's there, and it, it'll just automatically download in the background. Kind of depends on how big the media file is, unfortunately, whether or not it downloads um, over Wi-Fi or over 3G or LTE. So I've went to the marketplace. I've clicked subscribe. It asked me how many episodes do I want to sync with this device or download. I've yep. let that happen. It's in the background. I've gone to the home screen. I'm doing other things phone call came in, whatever. And now it's all done. It's all downloaded. I've got, I'm subscribed to Podcast Answer Man. I want to, I've just hung up from a phone call and I'm on a home screen of Windows Phone. Do I, how do I go to listen to the most recent episode of Podcast Answer Man? On Windows Phone 8, uh, you go into the, um, the Xbox uh, music and video um, hub. Okay. And then, then click Podcast and then it will show you all your subscriptions. Okay, so everything, so basically your Xbox Music Hub is your quote-unquote, what in my world is the old 
it, it it's the music app and podcast is a tab there and it's going to give me the list of all of the, the podcasts that I'm subscribed to. Correct. Yes. Excellent. It's Friday afternoon, new episode of Podcast Answerman. Am I notified in any way that there's not, a new episode? Not presently, but you can, uh, if you're a big fan of the show, which I'm sure you are if you're listening to this, um, you can create a, a shortcut um, tile to the home screen of your phone that will actually show your album art right on the home screen. And, and one click on that and we'll play the latest episode. So it is possible to do that, but yeah, there's no notification system that mm-hmm. the phone has in it that will tell you, you know, just downloaded the latest episode of Podcast Answer Man, click here or something. I mean, it doesn't, there's no functionality like that. I would love that that would exist on the phone, but it hasn't been built yet. That's no, <laughs> no problem. Now, I do like this. I, I, I want to walk through this one for just a second, just to make sure I understand what's going on here. So I can go into the Xbox system. I can find my subscription and I can actually add, click a thing and it's going to add this quote unquote hot link to my podcast answer man subscription. And if I click that button, it automatically takes me to and starts playing the most recent episode or does it take me to that place in the xbox music library or whatever it's called to actually see and manage whatever episodes yeah. i do have available well they the home screen of the phone has that that kind of a tile um kind of tile design it's the same thing as on windows phone 8 oh uh, yes that, that will place in a shortcut icon tile onto your home screen so you just tap that icon that has your logo on it and it will automatically start playing the latest episode. The latest one. That makes sense. I, I, I almost forgot about when you said tile, I'm thinking icon yeah. like on an iPhone. But you're talking those those tiles that have the most recent up-to-date information. So that makes a lot Correct. of sense. Correct. Okay. So, But if I wanted to go and see if anything's new. So I'm subscribed to 10 to 15 different podcasts. Mm-hmm. And three days ago, I was completely caught up on every episode. Since then, three different shows have released new episodes. I go into the Xbox Music, whatchamacallit, I click on the podcast tab, it shows me all the shows I'm subscribed to. Does it easily show me which three episodes have a new episode there for me to listen to? Yeah, actually, just just below the title um, of the listing of all your subscriptions, which your subscriptions or podcasts that you've downloaded an episode for will show up on this list. And just below the title, yeah, it'll say um, five five shows one new or three new Good. it kind of it kind of depends on what your subscription is if you set it to download the, the latest three episodes then it will show that there's three new there or there's one new if you uh, listened to one or watched one but it does break up your subscriptions into audio podcasts and video podcasts. So you can scroll back and forth between those two right on the phone there. Excellent. I, I, I'm loving, I, I'm, I hope that you don't mind the, all of these questions because. No, it's fine. Because again, you're, I, I'm, you're helping me visualize a world which I've not been in. And, and, sure. and I, it's, it's making a ton of sense to me. And I hope that it is to the audience here as well. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of podcasters just aren't exposed to it. And honestly, it's the same thing that happened with the Zoom HD is that there's a lot of podcasters that just don't have access to see what this thing, what this stuff looks like or how it works because they're on, you know, the iPhone or they're on an Android device. They, they just don't have access to it and they haven't gone into a, a phone store or any of these places to actually look at one. And I would highly recommend that, I mean, even if you're an iPhone or Android user, 
um, go into the phone store and just play around with, you know, a phone that they have in there and just um, go in and explore and find these things um, and just kind of just be familiar with it, right? So it helps you understand. So when you're communicating to people about where to get your podcast, um, you're fully knowledgeable about all of the the large platforms. Absolutely. So you you keep talking about download, download, download. And, and in fact, just in last week's episode of Podcast Answer Man, episode 288, I talked about the fact that, uh, it you know, downloading is the old way. Uh, t- today, yeah. we don't download anymore. We stream, you know, yeah. and the only time we, I mean, we have the ability to download. We can go in and check some things to download. And if we're getting ready to hop on an airplane, maybe before you leave the house Wi-Fi, it's a good thing to download, you know, 10, 15 episodes before you fly to California from Kentucky, yep. uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. But otherwise, just, just, it's good just to know that there's new episodes there that they've been marked as unplayed. Uh, but they're not downloaded because I why download them? Just just stream them on demand when you want to listen to them. Is that kind of functionality available in the Zoom or not the Zoom, but the Xbox Xbox Music podcasting section? Um, yes, um, actually, that's available in the Windows Phone Seven devices as well as the Windows Phone Eight devices. Each each of the episodes listed with um, each of the series shows, like your your show, all the episodes that you have in your feed will show up in in a list right on the phone if you go into that that instance of you know that show on the phone and there's a little icon right next to each of the episodes that's like a little play button you just hit that that little button and it will immediately start playing it excellent and so you don't have to go in and tell it download the most recent three episodes just just subscribe to the show and show me the list and yeah. and the, the, so going back to the other question, when I go in and let's just say I've marked everything as played three days ago and now all of a sudden there's three new episodes and it's not really downloading any of them. So it's not going to tell me it's it's, you know, here's three that have been downloaded that haven't been played yet. But here are three new things that have come in since you've marked everything played uh, that are available for you to stream. Is that available in this software? Well, yeah, I wouldn't say that there's a lot of advanced capability around um, managing um, the the episodes that you would stream, right? So the functionality is there for the episodes that are in your RSS feed, right? So, yep. so but I wouldn't say that if you subscribe to it, it's still going to download to the phone, right? So, so it is going to it is going to download it. It's not going right. to. It, it's okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, so it's not it's it's not just stream on demand, and it's not keeping. Because see, on on the iPhone, it's not even keeping it anymore. It, it, well, it might cache yeah. it, but it. I mean, yeah. it, it's temporary information. It's it'll be gone if you if you ever need that memory for something else. So I think what you're talking about is more. More what I would consider to be kind of like a favorites system, where you basically selected that that this particular series I, you know, I favorited or it's it's one that I frequent, um, and to be able to make a to let me know that there's a new episode there that I can then go in and then just hit play, right? Yeah. Versus this model that that we're currently operating in, where. When I subscribe, it basically triggers the whole download mechanism, which well, is the foundation of podcasting. But well, actually, uh, I, I don't. I don't know if I completely agree with it. I, I think the foundation of podcasting is that you know it, it's an audio or video or actually a media file. It doesn't even have to be audio mm-hmm. or video. It could be PDF, but um, an audio file 
that is subscribable and deliverable via RSS. Correct. And so it, there, there's nothing in the original model that said it had to be downloaded. Uh, no, that's true. And that's true. I can see your point, but I think that I, if you look at most most of the older use cases, though, it always involved a, right, a but, download. But yeah. you're saying, but, and, but where we're at today, because actually where we are today, yeah. it's completely different, especially on the iPhone side. So yeah. I've, been, I've been using um, Pocket Casts, which is an amazing mm-hmm. application. A uh, ton of my friends are using Downcast, and they love uh-huh. it. A lot yep. of people are using Instacast. And now with the po- Apple Podcasts app, all of them by default will never download an episode unless you tell it to. It You subscribe to it, and it will immediately tell you all the episodes that are available. You can mark them all as played, and as new episodes are available, it'll say, hey, here's a new episode that is available. And yeah. and, and the default the default today is not download. And in fact, I, that's why I was talking about last week in Podcast Answer Man. It's actually, I think, you know, kind of uh, skewing the stats because now people are who are subscribing to shows but not necessarily listening to every episode well now because it's all you know you don't get the stat until you actually click the play button and yeah. and so some of that's actually skewing it that way and some of it's actually getting you know you may actually listen to three episodes of podcast answer man all together and i may not get i may not get a download stat for you listening to episode 285 until today you know yeah. 3 4 weeks later so, so, and, th- and that's fine. It all works out in the end. But, um, but yeah, I, I would say that today the, the standard isn't downloading, the, and le- I, but it seems to be on the, on the Zoom, or not the Zoom, but the Xbox music system within mm-hmm. the Windows Phone 7 and Windows Phone. It looks like your default functionality is still, when you subscribe, it's boom, it's going to download the episode. Correct. Yes. Whether you and- listen to it or not, it, 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 does, does it download in the background for you? Yes, it does. Um, but it, it, it does have a little bit of dependency on what your connection is on the phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, and then also what the file size of the media file that you're requesting is, um, because the carriers have a limitation on downloading versus um, streaming. And, and that brings up a very good point of distinction here on, on where the direction of things are and where, and, and possibly a little bit why things have happened the way that you're talking about with streaming is that the, the, the mobile operators are okay with delivering media files over streams uh, more so than they are about delivering media files versus downloads. So I, there's a little bit of a phenomenon happening between what the users want, obviously, and on an on-demand basis, they want to get access to the content right away. But there's also this, this underlying thing that's been going on with the mobile operators, um, even with the iPhone for, for years, is this limitation of either 20 or 40 megs for downloading um, over 3G and 4G networks. Um, and that's, that's driven people into you know, wanting to just stream. And that, that's certainly the case on Windows Phone, too, because users will come in and they'll hit subscribe, maybe, and it, it'll pop up and say, well, I can't download this episode um, but, but if you walk, if you scroll over and, you know, your finger over and just hit the play button, it'll start playing right then for you. So you, you don't have that limitation that the, that's imposed by the carriers on your bandwidth usage. And also, I think it, it, it also, one other corollary to that too, is even today, we still don't have a hundred percent reliable mobile connections. I mean, there's still going to be situations where you're going to, um, not have a reliable cell phone 
data connection. Um, so I think that the dependence on streaming is, and that's always been the case. There's this caveat, right? That that. Oh yeah, I I don't yeah. want to depend on streaming. I think streaming today. Can, I mean, in 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 a in situ- most situations is fine yeah and yeah. the fact yeah. is and, and as long as downloading is always a uh, i mean i think downloading always has to be an option that's available yeah. but but i and, and i thought that it took me it took me about maybe six months to really be convinced that streaming's okay you know i'm one of those guys i need to have a copy of it you know just in case yeah. you know between here and nashville there's like five minutes where i don't have an edge connection i mean come on seriously yeah yeah, I, but I'm totally over that now and and stuff. But yeah, when I'm on when, when I'm going on a trip on a plane or when I'm traveling from one city to the next, absolutely click download. Make sure I have all the content that I want before I hit the road. But man, if I'm just going around town, I mean, sure. I I know I have streaming's the way I go. So yeah. so you've answered a ton of that stuff. Well, I, you did bring up one thing. I want to make sure I understood this. So it sounds to me like on Windows Phone seven and eight. If I go in, if I'm on my LTE network and I and I have a podcast answer man episode that is seven, you know, sixty-five megabytes in length, which probably this episode is, uh, and and you click to go, okay, I want to subscribe to this and I want you to download the most recent episode, which is this one, two eighty nine, and it says, boom, oh wait, this one, you know, wait till you get on Wi Fi because yep. this one's over our limit. But if they're out and about and they have a great solid LTE connection, they can actually click the play button to stream 289 right then and there. Yep, that's, that's right. That's great news. And of course, they could actually start streaming it. It's buffering, I would assume. And then they could actually scroll into 35 minutes into the episode if they want to. Yes, that's right. Perfect. I love it. That You've answered all my questions there. So you're talking about Windows Phone 7, Windows Phone 8. It has this Zune music is now Xbox music. This is where all the stuff is being managed. What about the Surface uh, L, or the Surface whatever it's called, RT? Yeah. Is, uh-huh. is the Zune music stuff there, podcast functionality there as well? Let me let me draw a, another unfortunately confusing aspect here a little bit about the the branding, um, and that is on Windows Phone Seven devices and Windows Seven, right? So the phone and the desktop that is continuing to maintain the Zoom branding around podcasts. Okay, well, okay, that's fine. Because so that that's I mean, okay. Windows Eight is the most recent stuff. So that's right. So th- it's good to know this. But yeah, moving forward, we're we're living in an eight world. That's right. So Windows Phone Except 8, for me, I'm still in an XP world. Okay, okay, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, I are you I don't even know what to say to that. I don't even know what to say to that. Are you happy that you came on the show or what? I am. This is fantastic. I can actually I can actually explain these things. Good so stuff. Keep going, man. It, it, it's great. So, so Zoom, as you think it's about, still Zoom music on seven. Windows 7 and Phone 7, it's still Zoom. It's exactly. Okay. And so, and as you move into Windows Phone 8, the branding on the phone um, where the podcast area is listed is listed under Xbox Music. Okay. Okay. But it's not really part of Xbox. It just, that's just kind of like it's built into that app. So anyway, I can explain that a little bit more later, but, but. But on Windows Phone 8, it's in the Xbox music and video kind of world, right? Okay. 
So, yes. So, and on Windows 8, the desktop, the PC software, um, there is no podcast application or client that exists. <gasps> What'd you say? There is no, no Metro um, podcast experience on either Windows 8 or Windows RT. So I just brought a brand new, man, I love this brand new Windows Surface RT tablet. Yep. No podcast support at all. Nope. Nothing. Sorry. Sorry. Stream it via HTML5 only. Player FM dot or no player dot FM. Right? Yeah. Well bookmark yeah. it. Player dot yeah. FM. Well there are some podcasting apps for for Windows 8 on, on RT. Uh, the one's called Slapdash. Good. And okay. then the TuneIn <clears throat> is another one that only plays audio podcasts, but but so there are some solutions for users of Windows RT. But nothing um, from Microsoft. But there there is no first party service that's that, that that's connected with either Xbox Music or or um, Zune in the Windows Metro Eight kind of world, which, which is a world they're very heavily moving towards a whole lot more. They are, but I mean, realistically, most of users are still in the Windows Seven world. So it's very early days for Windows 8. Yeah, that, that, that's fine. But, I mean, obviously, they'll want to, to herd people over to the 8. Yes. So, so the thing is, Rob, you're the, you're the only guy at this big, huge, gigantic corporation called Microsoft that is fully, you know, full-time employed on the area of podcasting. Is that correct? Uh, yes. So, so what are you doing as the sole full-time employed guy at this big gigantic corporation to tell people, Hey, I really think, you know, we act, you guys pay me, you know? <laughs> um, and you know, we have this Zoom podcast directory, eh, you know, we could probably maybe tweak it a little. Um, but, yeah. uh, here's the situation. Um, I, I, I work my butt off to, to make sure this thing's maintained and try to, to, to maintain these relationships with the content creating community. These people bring a lot of, you know, ears to, to, to the platform and, and stuff like that here. You know, how, you know, what, are, what are we going to do? Are, are you speaking to somebody over there and saying, listen, I really think we ought to have someplace, even if it's a, even if it's, you know, tucking it away somewhere else inside of something else, there needs to be a, a, a method of subscribing to and managing content from our own directory mm-hmm. instead of relying on people having third party software where they're probably using Apple's API. Yeah. No, I, I, I 100% agree. And honestly, I've been working um, towards that for over a year now. So it's, um, <clears throat> it's not something that is, uh, you know, that there isn't visibility for in the company. And um, there is um, some activity around trying to do something about that. Uh, it just, the issue that we came into really is um, is just the timing and priorities, right? So yeah. the company prioritized um, other areas of media um, over the podcast area for the the launch of uh, Windows 8. This is really what it came down to. The Xbox team prioritized music and video. They completely did a revamp of music, um, and that was their priority. And their other priority was doing 
new things with the video side and new things with gaming and and apps and those kind of things. So that was the priority of the company leading up to the launch, right? So so podcasts um, kind of dropped off of the the map, and part part of the reason why that happened for for the platform was um, the, the podcast area became a part of Xbox, which Xbox is is um, is primarily as you think about Xbox, it's a console, right? That's what that's what I used so, to think, but I don't think yeah. it anymore. Well, it's it's changing, right? Um, but but the company did not want to necessarily add podcasts to the Xbox console, right? So all things start from the console and go down, right? So yeah, I think it'd be great yeah. if they would put podcast. That that's the if I, if I were a Rob Greenley, I'd be yeah. it's like I'd be doing everything to petition to get podcast support, you know, subscription and management from our own podcast directory that you pay me to create and manage and curate. Yeah. Dude, let's get this thing over here. I mean, it, no, I, I, I actually did that. So um, it just didn't rise up to the priority level to get right. it built built in that time frame. So, do, do you think there's possibility that it could change? That there could be this thing, or do you think they're just going to say, you know what, Apple's Apple's too deep into this, and and I don't know that we can do it without maybe them coming at us with that, you know, that Apple patent that they did with managing a directory and no i don't think there's any any concern about that necessarily and and i think it i can't make any promises or declarations about what the microsoft may or may not do over the next uh, six months to to a year but um i can say that there is um the company is hearing the feedback and there that there has been a lot of feedback um from from users uh, of these devices and of our platform and and we did set an expectation uh, in other areas of our platform in earlier years, as well as even in current in our older versions, right, of, uh, of offering this service. And, and the company knows what's going on here. It isn't that, that um, the concerns and the, and the voices that have been expressed have not been heard. They, they have been heard, and I've actually been an a, uh, amplifier to that, you know, actually in, in the company. And, um, and I'm, I'm hopeful that um, things will will improve soon, and we'll actually be able to make that that jump. And I have some ideas and some vision about um, what that might look like, and I'm 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 very excited about about those ideas. And I think uh, you know I've just got my fingers crossed that uh, it'll rise up to the priority level that will actually get built, um, and um, and soon. Well, Rob, on behalf of the entire podcasting community, I I want to thank you for for you know standing up and 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 you know fighting for the cause within this big corporation. And 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 again, I don't mean to to sound like again, I am not anti Microsoft. And if anybody from your company ever listens to this, I am not. I am a huge Apple fanboy, and I you know you, they did kind of push me with Vista out the door. But uh, but I will say I, I I have been won over to the Apple side of things. But I know there's a ton of people and businesses and stuff like that that are still on Windows. I have clients today launching podcasts. They're producing content on Windows Seven and Eight, and 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 they're going to continue to do so. I'm going to continue to help them. But man, it 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 kind of stinks that you know I, I you know we have to go through hoops to get into. Uh, the Zune directory um, is it still called the Zune podcast directory? Is it something called something new now? No, it's it's uh, still got got the Zune branding. Um, so it's you, it's still part of. It. I mean, like, like I was saying earlier, there, there's a little bit of, of 
of um, lack of focus around that right now where, where the podcast area is linked up with Xbox Music, but yet it's not, right? right. So, it, and then it's also, you know, still maintaining its Zoom brand across a lot of the other the, software and platforms. And another big thing, and this is this is something that, that I, I am down on and I won't go too much into it because I, I'm pretty passionate about how much I'm not a th- fan of what happened here, but there is no longer a web presence for the directory. That's right. So, That's right. so before we used to, as content creators, used to be able to say, "Hey, you, 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 so do you use the Zoom podcast to to manage your subscription of our content? Click here, and it'll take you to our web version of our thing. And obviously, you can click buttons, and it'll open up your device, or you'll open up your Zoom software, so you can sync and manage that. Uh, that is now gone. So a lot of content creators are are linking to. A, a a quote unquote directory listing of their podcast that no longer exists. Yes, that's correct. And so I do have take that link down. <laughs> take that link down. And I actually I have I have some other links. And of course the thing is is I hard code my links. So you know three thousand podcast episode more than three thousand podcast episodes. Something tells me I'm not going to go back and fix those old links. No, probably unfortunately. not. Unfortunately, uh, and and you know that actually can ding us on on uh, on some you know Google stuff. But here's the other thing uh, I do have. If I go down to the bottom of my show notes, subscribe to the podcast answer man. I've got a RSS chiclet. I have an iTunes chiclet, and I do have a Zoom chiclet. And let me tell you, my Zoom chiclet is Zoom colon slash slash subscribe slash question mark title of podcast equals and then my RSS feed. Yep. Does that do anything anymore? That that will still work if the user that's clicking on that actually has the Zoom software installed on their computer. But not Windows 8 desktop. No, Windows 8 desktop does have it. Correct. Here's what would... I, but, it, but, but the problem is, is that if that that person that's clicking on that link does not have the Zoom software, it basically um, does goes nothing. to a broken page. Yeah. So I'll probably, I'll, I'll pro- I hate to do that, Rob. I know. But I'm actually, all of a sudden now, you know, it, it's going to be relegated to subscribe to Podcast Answer Man, RSS and iTunes. And I'm probably not even going to put Stitcher on there because Stitcher actually takes my content, reprocesses my already processed file and puts a lower quality version on there. I don't want to send somebody to a lower quality version of my show. Yep. Um, so yeah, so now, you know, Podcast Answer Man's promoting two things, RSS or iTunes. And and I've been a huge proponent for telling people to, to put that Zoom subscribe button on there. So we're taking that away now. Well, I mean, it's still good to probably mention it to people that it's available there. I mean, as far as on Windows Phone, that's probably what you want to focus people towards is um, the podcasts are still on Windows Phone. And if, you know, you can send me your podcast feed and I'm I'm happy to add it to the catalog and, and it will be a part of whatever Microsoft decides to do in the future around podcasting. So I have I have one more very hard question for you. You it, for years, and I've got tutorials, and I can't even remember how many uh, different posts all over every all over creation. Yeah. Hey, this is how you get into the Zoom podcast directory. You just email my friend Rob at Zoom dot net. Yeah, uh, and and first and foremost, what were they thinking when they gave you your new email address? <laughs> The problem I mean, is, Cliff, they weren't thinking about it. They, they were just thinking that that's... Just give that's, Rob an email. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. just randomly create him a bunch of letters. Well, yeah. So when v, they took down zoom.net... Let me see if I down, can remember okay. it. It's, it's yeah. v-rob.net. 
G something at Microsoft.com. It's it's V dash Rob G R at Microsoft.com. Okay, so it's V hyphen Rob and then the first two letters of your last name. So Rob G R at Microsoft.com. What's the Correct. V dash? Uh that that means uh that's just that's just oh, what they use in the <laughs> The email addresses. So I love it. Can right. I say? So, what so, can I say? I no. I fought hard to keep my my Rob at Zoom.net, but when they decided to take down the website um, Zoom.net, they basically canceled everybody on the network that was using that as their email okay. address. So here's the Apple snob in me coming out, and I apologize, Rob. I I, I told you I was going to try to stay nice, but okay. <laughs> this is Microsoft. This is a company that has. You know, they, they know something about programming and stuff like that. I would imagine they have some people who are a little bit more technically savvy than Cliff Ravenscraft. And even I know I can forward a domain and do all the stuff and reroute all the web traffic to Zune or to Xbox and still yep. control MX records in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. I and agree. send Rob his new email from Rob. It, I'm, okay, I'll, I'll drop it. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I mean, oh, come I, on. I mean, Cliff, I want to be very clear. I fought really hard for keeping that because I I knew this was exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, so, it makes so it it's not lost on me. It's not lost on me. I know. I feel bad for you, man. I really do. And 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 I I I, I hate that. I just I but it, it, I mean, I, here's the thing. I mean, if I don't bring it up, everybody else is thinking it. Sure. I mean, sure. It, it's out I there. I don't have a problem with talking about it. I think it. I'm just. Glad that I'm able to talk about it. Here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I can't believe you don't have gag orders. I mean, when was the last time anybody ever heard from anybody from iTunes on my show? Really? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I do probably stretch the. Um, I know you do. I'm going to get you fired a little bit. I'm, I'm no. going to be the guy who's responsible for completely eliminating the last guy hired full time <laughs> Microsoft for <laughs> podcasting. This is great. It all go down in history. Cliff was the end of podcasting for Microsoft. <laughs> It's all your fault. Uh, it's all my fault. Hey, Rob, I appreciate it, man. I you have you, you're doing some awesome stuff over there trying to to to, you know, keep it moving forward. The fact that you're still there full time is is, you know, it it's enough encouragement for me to know that you actually care enough to continually reach out to me. The fact that you'll come on here knowing that I'm I'm an Apple snob now, um, you know, and 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 to spend an hour with me is is huge. I appreciate it. Um. Yeah. And, well, and, Cliff, I'm 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 100 convinced that at some point I can I can pull you back to to the light again. You'll never pull <laughs> me back to Windows. That'll <laughs> never happen. But here's the deal. I mean, I I'm not opposed to to you know playing around with this stuff and and sure. and, and and promoting it heavily. You well, know? well, and, Cliff. The, I mean, you're a technologist, right? You're a geek of sorts. So you gotta love anything that's going on with with uh, you know these type of platforms, right? I mean, I it, it's it, 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 it's really the same with me. I I love what's going on with technology. I I love what Apple's doing. I love what Microsoft's doing. I love what Google's doing. Uh, and I'm a fan of all of them. So I mean, I you know I haven't spent my whole life at Microsoft. I'm not a Microsoft person, really. Yeah. I'm 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 really at my roots. I'm a technology guy. Yep. Uh, and a marketing guy. So so and I just happen to get really sucked up in the Windows world early on, right? And never made the jump to Apple. I mean, it, I own an iPad. I, I 
I keep up with what's going on with um, Apple. I keep up what's going on with um, all the platforms. So yeah. it's not that, you know, I, I'm always hopeful of that Windows will, will um, be what I hope it can be. And, and I've always been a fan of Microsoft and that goes way, way back into my, my career. And I always thought as I was doing my own radio show in the early days, I was a big critic of Microsoft. I was talking about the, the issues and trying to hold them accountable on my own radio show. And uh, that was a big part of what, what I did. But at the, at the core, I was a big fan of the company and, and always wanted to work for the company and to try and um, push podcasting um, into that company and uh, make it something significant. Um, going back e- even to the Robert Scoble days, I've been a longtime friend with Robert. Robert used to work for Microsoft, and, and he used to be a very outspoken um, blogger about Microsoft and its struggles in the marketplace. And, and you know, I still talk to Robert on a regular basis, and you know, he's a good sounding board for me, and he's done very much the same thing that you have is He's moved from Windows to Mac, and he's a big Mac fan now. Yeah. Uh, and I and I have friends, you know, all over the place that are just like that. So as I work, I'm like the only guy at Microsoft that's working. I mean, I hate to say, it, but it at the foundation, it, you know, podcasting is kind of an Apple thing, right? Um, and and in some ways, maybe that's been a challenge for me there too. Is that the perception is. The podcasting is kind of an Apple thing, and and, and and I think Microsoft could change that. I really believe that. No, I do, and I think it is changing. I think even Stitch Apple is cha- it, Stitch yeah, is changing it. Yeah, I mean it's not as big of a uh, Apple thing now. I mean actually, Apple is losing market share. I, in the I think I think they're going to gain it though with the podcast app. I really do. I think you give us another give us another full year of of those those podcast apps, uh, iOS official app. I I really think they're going to gain that market share back. Well, I think. This next year, I think, is going to be a really important year for podcasting. I, I think it's going to um, really, really hit the mainstream in a lot bigger ways. And I think you're exactly right. I think that the apps with what Apple's doing and I think uh, what, what's happening with other third-party apps, I think, is pretty significant, too. And if I can get this boat turned around here, but, you know, Windows and Microsoft is not, I mean, it's, it's a third player now. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. I yeah. mean, it's. It's it's not the the behemoth that that, that it was five or ten years ago. Um, I mean, there's still a lot of Windows PCs out there, um, and that's who I'm trying to reach with this. Um, you know, working here and working on podcasts. It's not always a glamorous thing to work on podcasts at Microsoft, but um, it's <laughs> as you can tell from this interview. Um, but it's also s- s- something I've had a long-term passion for of trying to. I mean, I advocated for podcasting at Microsoft back before, um, just as podcasting was happening, and was very outspoken about them not supporting it. And so I, I got inside and and am trying to keep it alive. Well, I we all appreciate you, Rob. I I really do that. And 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 you know, I just want to say, Microsoft, thank you for allowing Rob to come in, and thank you for continuing to employ him full time to work on podcasting and listen to him more. He knows his stuff. Um, so anyway, thank you, Rob. Uh, you know, you went way overboard on on delivering uh, and being here to answer my questions. I really appreciate it. Um, I will put in the show notes your new email address, v-robgr at microsoft.com if people want to send their RSS feed to you to get it into the Zoom directory. Or or it's also possible to just send me your feed in Twitter to my Twitter account at Rob Greenlee, and that's spelled with two E's. 
There you go. You can just do at Rob Greenlee. Please add me to directory. Here's my RSS feed. That's all you got to do. Cool. And I'll add it. Yeah. Because Rob's the, Rob's just cool like that. Rob, thank you so much, my friend. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in Vegas here. Yeah, in, uh, I'm looking forward to right it. Right around the corner, it. my friend. And uh, it'll be exciting. Yeah. And Rob's actually going to be leading a session there and uh, it's going to be a good session. So uh, what what day and time is your session? Do you know? Uh, it's uh, the 8th of January at 1030 a.m. And it's uh, it's basically a panel talking about um, the must be on distribution platforms for podcasting uh, as well as I'm going to talk about kind of new forms of content discovery too. excellent. Rob, thank you so much, my friend. All right. Thank you, Cliff. Well, my friends, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Podcast Answer Man. Again, thanks to Rob from Microsoft for giving us a wonderful insight into where we are in the world of podcasting as it relates to Microsoft. Wow, great stuff. Hope that you guys will consider attending his session when you go to New Media Expo. Speaking of New Media Expo, it's coming up right around the corner, January 6th, 7th, and 8th. If you haven't done so already, go register at uh, newmediaexpo.com. Use promo code GSPN20 and you'll get 20% off of the cost of the conference. That's right, GSPN20. If you want to use my affiliate link, which, by the way, the promo code doesn't get me an affiliate commission, but it does get you 20% off. If you want to use my affiliate link, go to podcastanswerman.com, look for the New Media Expo logo on the right-hand side, click on that, and then use promo code GSPN20. I look forward to seeing you there. I'm even speaking at New Media Expo. I'm going to talk about how to grow your audience and market your podcast. Not only that, but 16 members of the Podcast Mastermind are coming to New Media Expo. We're going to have a private little gathering one of the evenings there. I'm looking forward to that. Speaking of the Podcast Mastermind, I have in front of me four applications for new memberships. And uh, if you're interested in learning more about the Podcast Mastermind, head over to podcastmastermind.com. Also, speaking of affiliate links, I want to say thank you to the folks behind EfficientFarmer.com. EfficientFarmer.com. Thank you for using my Bluehost affiliate link when signing up for your hosting account there. Of course, when people do use my Bluehost affiliate link, I do get a very generous commission. So I really, really appreciate when that happens. If you want to sign up for hosting and get the details of my thoughts on it, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash hosting and you'll get more than you ever wanted to know. All right. And then, of course, again, reminder, podcasting A to Z starting January 14th. If you register today, you get immediate access to all of the tutorials immediately you can get actually you can get started i've had one person launch even before the first end of the first week of the course it's awesome anyway use promo code pam stands for podcast answer man in the in the discount center section okay calm down breathe use promo code pam for 100 dollars off podcasting a to z.com Guys, this is the final episode for 2013. Thank you all very much. I hope that you all have a very Merry Christmas. 
and are ready and prepared for a wonderful new year. God bless you all. Thank you for everything. I'm out of here. Until next year. Until then, take everything you do to the next level.